I'm a very serious individual and I don't need to look pretty and smile even when they tell me to. My boyfriend was just like, in that picture, why are you so serious? Like, are you telling me to smile? Woman? Better not. Smile, you look pretty when you do. Better smile, fucking Shug. not. Smile, Shug. <laughs> can you can you please explain that you. to him in detail, why that sucks? I like, was it your idea? Who wrote about someone putting those? You you were telling us about someone who put the blood capsules. No, it was Otiano. <laughs> Who's that? Like Otiano. the Halloween blood capsules in their mouth so that when someone told them to smile when walking <laughs> down the street, they just bit in. We got to get some of that, those. Like, yeah, the bloody, the bloody that was a, smile. That was, that was the thing I saw on Twitter. I really hope they did it in real life. Ooh. That would be like the best goddamn thing ever. Megan, will you tell me about your, your cut up hand? Yeah. Was, Did you get into a knife fight? I was fighting over a plush carrot with my brother's dog. <laughs> the only a kind plush, of carrot, plush that, carrot the not, only not kind of carrot that I fight over. <laughs> okay. Uh, and he got me. It was an accident. Wow. He didn't mean to. My hand got in his mouth. Oh, gosh. So. Bless his heart. He bit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Don't worry. He's fine. <laughs> it looks pretty bad, though. It was worse. Yeah. It's it's gotten way better. And then didn't you get your which hand got cut by the glass that other day? Uh, was this one? Mm-hmm. And how's your Achilles heel? It's doing Jesus. pretty well. Mm-hmm. What are all these injuries? It's it's almost it's almost healed up. Mm-hmm. Good job. Get it? Mm-hmm. Heel? Ah. Uh, it's on my heel because the joke is yeah. But aside from the attacks, uh, Megan, how was your week? Oh wait, we had to start. Oh, no, we're not yeah, starting. We actually, actually started. Like, actually, do jump a thing. in the gun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. gun jumper. Isn't that creepy? It's fucking creepy. It's I never creepy. want to see it. Oh, shit. I've, What's creepy? I forgot I had it on repeat. We should uh-huh. start that over. No. It's too much. Do over. It's too much. John doesn't want the extra editing. Everyone's anymore. on their phone no. totally distracted. Everyone? By mean, you mean people that aren't you and I? Yes, mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What's creepy? Hey, it's uh, secretly timid. That's what's creepy. Yeah. I was just looking at your apps. Yeah. Is there apps that I don't recognize? Oh, yeah. Do you have the calculator app? I do. Do you use a menstrual cycle tracking app? No. <laughs> it's not your business, but no. I if just I was wait. asking about the details of your cycle, I just thing. wait ask until if you just use the app as a yes. thing entirely. Oh, you should know that mine came early. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Noted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I should have had some. I know when I'm having my period when there's surprise. Blood. Yeah. I go. Look at that. Megan and I had the same finance apps. Yeah. Except I don't have Bank of America. Well. So it's secretly timid. <laughs> Definitely not Bank of America. <clears throat> yeah. Thank so, you for the pate offer, but I had goat liver instead. Oh, word. Good yeah. stuff. Good, good, good. Keep talking because I got to look something up here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, today we have my. I, I'm Otiano and I'm joined by John. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks for doing that. And Sarah. Hey. And the slightly distracted Megan. Don't mess with Texas. Yeah. Uh, and we have a featured song this week. Uh, it is from a band called Chris Welch and the Cicada Killers. What's wrong with, what's wrong with cicadas, yeah? I hate cicadas. Really? I think maybe that's their gang name. 
like the cicada killers, like the bloods, like that. Like they're not killing cicadas. They're cicada killers. Like, so is cicada like an adjective? Like they, like the photo that you showed, they're like coming out of a shell and it's like a, Got maybe it. a phoenix type situation. I, 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 I I'm making all of it up. I was going to say, I don't know if I can get behind any of that actually. I have no idea. I have no I idea. I mean, you know. Although I could get behind them killing cicadas. I personally yeah, find they the, the sound of cicadas to be delightful. Really? Most people don't though. I really like they the hate sound them. of cicadas. Yeah, they're not. They sound like a bomb siren. I, I really like or the sound of cicadas. Or a downed electrical line. It sounds yeah. like an emergency. To me, they just sound like summer. Weren't you just weren't you just showing me a yes, cicada? Yes, that was a cicada. Feed. Yep, yep. A friend of mine on on uh, Instagram posted some really awesome pictures of a uh, cicada uh, uh, popping out of its. Um, I've forgotten that, how to call it. Like, there's instar, there's larval, and then there's the whatever phase, and then they go in and they pop out of that to have, actually have the, wings and stuff. I've forgotten pupa. the name. Well, it's not a pupa because it's it's actually a mobile non-larval thing. Mm. Unfortunately, my entomological knowledge is limited. Not recall. Megan what you call know. each thingy. But the point of the matter is it's no longer, you know, restricted to just the terrestrial plane. It is now capable of flight. Type you know thing. what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back to what we were talking about, which was Chris Welch and the cicada killers. <laughs> which has nothing to do with cicadas at all, apparently. <laughs> Maybe not. Who knows? But uh, Chris Welch is a veteran of the North Texas music scene. And uh, he was in Pine Box Serenade with my little baby brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Beginning so, in 2003. So this is a nepotistic music recommendation. My brother wasn't here in 2003. He joined the band later. but uh, so, Pinebox Serenade. Um, PBS. I think he might also have been in... Uh, contributed to vocals and lead guitar on two, two albums with Irish folk band The Jakeys, um, as well as lead vocals and guitar on two albums with blues rock band Old War Horse. Um, Currently, it's a solo R&B soul artist backed by the Cicada Killers. Welch brings influences, Eddie Hinton, Otis Redding, Dan Penn, Alex Chilton, James Carr, and others, et cetera, et cetera. Yay, uh, he's a really music. fucking nice dude. Actually, you met him. Who's this? Chris? Chris Welch. You met him. We went to Dan Silverleaf. We did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that guy was great. Yeah. So uh, he's a good dude. And the track is called Borrowed is- Repertoire. Sorry, that's a part of a tour. When is he? Didn't didn't he play August? He's playing August ninth. Mm-hmm. Or was that July ninth? I he was playing in Deep Ellum, and then again, he uh, the band plays all the time. Okay, um, let's see. I could probably check that out. I don't know. Uh, you guys say some shit. I just like I just like that he they practice at his place, right? And, his house yeah yeah and his neighbor like puts a chair at her door out in the out back and sits there and listens to them that was Aww. a pretty cute story wasn't it uh so yeah good he's a good musician and a good dude mm-hmm. so uh john how was your week <laughs> it was really good actually i've had a good couple of weeks we were off last week that's so true. in that time i john was out there making money Won a poker tournament. Um, well, I we basically we chopped. I, I got heads up with my friend Eddie, who I adore, who I sexually harass because it's funny to see see his reaction. Sexual harassment is never funny, John. It is when it's gay on straight male because um, they don't know what to do with that's, it. That's, Evening that's the score, arguable, but sure. no, because you're taking back the power because they're always the abusers. <laughs> you agree. abuse How the about abuser. This? How about this? this white dude needs to take back the power. How about this? We put it in the context of you two having a particular type of relationship where that kind of interaction is acceptable, entertaining, and you know, 
good-natured ribbing between all parties as opposed to you actually forcing sexual attention upon them that makes them feel incredibly uncomfortable and or maligned. Yes. And as long as he's the clown and not you in the scenario. Yes. Clown and So we played and we got heads up and then we decided just to chop the money and then play two more hands to see who got the first place points and I got that. So that happened and... You took um, back the power. I took back the power and uh, that was that. So... Congratulations. I'll, Are you taking us to Vegas? Yeah. No. Well, I didn't win that much money. It was funny. Like when I won $300 in our little tournament, my friend Jason won over $7,000 at the World <laughs> Poker Tour tournament <laughs> wow. oh my God. at the same night. So um, I got overshadowed just to, mm-hmm. by a couple of grand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's no friend of yours. And right now I think he's playing the main event at, at Choctaw, the World Poker Tour. So. So if he wins that, then we'll we where will is, go to where Vegas. Is that? Where's Choctaw? Choctaw is in Oklahoma. Durant, Oklahoma, I think. And Windstar, the one that I go to, is at Thackerville, Oklahoma. I get that mixed up with Wind Spear, and I'm like, John's going to the opera, <laughs> to the opera yeah. again to play a poker. I saw a tour Amos at the Wind Spear, and that's a gorgeous venue. My friend was conducting there, Swan Lake, and I missed that. Oh show yeah, because I'm a bad manager of time. So Sarah, how was your week? My week was good. Um, had lots of delicious foods. Went to a funeral. Um, did lots of heavy lifting, moving in my apartment. Diesel. Mm, yeah, I recommend Taj Chat House out in Irving for Indian food. And I also recommend Taqueria Paisano, which is over by the airport. I've been eating a lot of salty food and getting quite puffy. Which airport? Uh, Love Field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And bleeding like a stuck pig oh, from man. my vagina. Gross. Oh. Woohoo! Yeah. At least you know you're not pregnant. I, I, Unless yeah. that's what you want. No, no, no. I was excited. Then we need to backtrack. <laughs> I was excited. Um, yeah. Lots. <laughs> of- edit that out. We'll have to edit it out <laughs> if that's what you actually wanted. No. No. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, yeah. Delicious goat liver. That okay. was tasty. Right. Oh, but goats are so cute. It's yeah. delicious. Oh, it's a filter organ, Sarah. Mm. Filter Would organ you that contains vast liver? quantities sure. of no. iron, which is really, really That's good how I for know compensating if you're healthy. If you guys know, if you donate half of your liver, and by it the way, will come back in two weeks. Technically, it's not a filter organ. It's an enzymatic storehouse. If you're talking about filter organs, you can talk about kidneys. Uh, livers are... No. They do metabolic support and generate enzymes, not filtering. Do you know why? Livers, I... man's blank. <laughs> I'm just, what? Well, hey, I'm sorry. I, I do medical stuff. Tell me more. I want to know why I drink hot lemon water in the morning. Is it because of my kidneys or because of my liver or neither? Um, I can't speak authoritatively about this, but apocryphally, it's supposed That's to never start. stopped you before. Go oh, on. I disagree, ma'am. I disagree. <laughs> I at least try to give disclaimers. But regardless, uh, from what I've heard, it's supposed to jumpstart your metabolism and warm as opposed to cold. Does that, is that really true? Does it do that? Hmm. Like cayenne would? Well, more along the lines of it's, it, it is fructose, but not a whole lot of sugar. And like on a long-term restores basis? restores electrolyte balance and so on, allegedly. Your mistab- metabolism, or is that... Like on a short term, like just for today. I mean, if you've if you've not eaten anything because you've been asleep for the last four to eight hours, then your body wants something. But in a lot of times, at least I know me personally, I don't like eating when I first wake up because my, my stomach's like, what the fuck are you talking about? So something in liquid form that's easier to digest 
and more metabolically balanced than that temperature shock is not a bad idea. Again, this is like apocryphal. I don't have any medical data supporting this point of view, but this is what I've uh, read about on the internet. It's about why you would do like lemon water or like diluted apple cider vinegar or something along those mm-hmm. lines first thing in the morning. Megan's making strange faces. <laughs> not really her style. I, I feel like that, that whole apple cider vinegar conversation about how it uh, helps with heartburn Zesty. was a big joke that somebody played on me. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And it was just terrible. You were like, oh, the irony. <laughs> yeah. Now the zest is in my chest. Wait a minute. Yeah. If you do it, do it through a straw because there's a lot of acid in apple cider vinegar. It can fuck yeah, I know. That's the point. That's yeah. the point. A metal straw, not a plastic straw. Just no, we don't use plastic straws anymore. They're banning them. How else was your week? Anything else to add to that? I mean, to what we said about your week? Mm-hmm. No, it was just lots of uh, restaurants and morning and birthdays and yeah lots of birthdays yeah mm-hmm. yeah my mom turned 67 on thursday oh, that's right yeah she's coming to town next week for some more oral surgeries y'all <laughs> out in arlington Debbie does Dallas. Mm-hmm. She's getting them oral surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> more like Debbie does oral surgery. Oh. <laughs> OTNO. Oh. Um, school, 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 school. Work, 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 school. Work, school, cat. Work, school, cat. Running. Running, work, school, cat. That's that's the entirety of my work. Running cat school. You started a cat school. You went this to a week. show. Uh, which show With did you go to? With your cousin? Uh, which show? Erasure? Which, <laughs> no, I definitely did not go and see a race. I took my mom to go see Neurosis a little while ago. I've been gone for a bit, so Phoenix. that happened while I was gone. Oh, yeah. Was How was your last two weeks? How was your fortnight? Yeah, it's, is really what we it, should it, be it's asking. It's been a bit. A um, honestly, I've been so busy, I have that much chance to notice um, interesting things that have happened. Uh, I started playing Warframe. That's, that's, that's fun for you gamers out there because Destiny 2 is kind of trash. I used to be a diehard Destiny guy, but got off the train when destiny 2 dropped um i've been trying to spend more time reading recreationally as opposed to just for school but that's always hard and i get really frustrated about that because what are you i reading? like reading um about halfway through white metropolis the, the uh interesting history of dallas uh i'm finally going that to book finish is specifically about dallas yes correct? Yeah. yes finally going to finish stone sky by nk jemison i've been wanting to finish for ages um and uh, also, uh, I was going to finish my copy of Pedagogy the Oppressed by Paolo Freire, but my, which I'm only like three-fourths of the way through. But then um, Gidget stole it, so I need to finish that shit. It's also kind of the same message all the way through. Spoiler alert. All three books? I disagree. Stone Sky is a bit different. No, no, no. I mean Pedagogy of the Oppressed. I mean, oh, kind of the same thing. Yeah, but it's, yeah, true. But, but it's, you know, forever it's a, and uh, you've, you've finished it clearly, so you, you know better than I would, but... Um, I don't know. It's it's variations on a theme. I agree. Yeah, trying to get different perspectives on the same thing, which is interesting because I've been have, having a bunch of discussions and arguments with one of my um, classmates along those lines. Which about, lines? Uh, I'm sorry. Which lines? Um, how much role the oppressed have in teaching the oppressors how to not be oppressors? Oh, yeah. Which is, I mean, it's it's awkward because you know why is the onus on the oppressed, but it kind of has to be because the oppressors may not necessarily know they're being oppressors, but it's also um, relying upon the oppressors to be aware enough to recognize they're being oppressors. It's but shouldn't it be like the woke oppressors? Do you need to teach the other oppressors how to not be oppressors? But how do you wake the oppressors? 
Well, because hopefully there are other woke professors. Uh, uh, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Or you could make them, which is very, very you know emotionally intensive and yeah. a lot of work involved with that. But still, it's <laughs> Sarah keeps pausing to huff some cake we got <laughs> from um, um, what's it called? Uh, this uh, local bakery slash brunch place, and it is does smell damn good. I don't Jeez. know who Zephyr gets their cakes from, but they have. Someone I think they make them in house. I, I don't think I Maybe. think bring them to I know ca- when I worked at Cafe Brazil we got all of our cakes and stuff from the bakery that was right next door to the Deep Ellum location and uh, I don't know, I don't even know if that was still there that was like hmm. over a decade ago hmm. but anyway yeah so uh, been engaged in a lot of conversations with a lot of libertarians and or quote classical liberals and or modernists about my apparent raging postmodernism and um, yeah that's what do you think you're a raging postmodernist. Yes and no. I can understand why they stick me in that box, but it's not an entirely well. How do they box. define you? Uh, basically, anybody that wants to, like, you know, tear down or deconstruct the existing systems in favor of X, whatever X is. That's that that that's their definition of postmodernism. Okay. Um, and I, it, it, <laughs> the only problem I have with it is how adjacent it is to the um, uh, cultural Marxism conspiracy stuff. Have you heard about that at all? Basically, and this is my really roughshod summary, that uh, according to a specific strain of um, centrist and or classical liberal and or far right person, cultural Marxism is basically oppressed people didn't know they were oppressed until until they were told by a bunch of old white guys from the Frankfurt School. <laughs> so yeah. it's, yeah, I, I don't want to get into it more than that, but suffice to say it's an interesting point of view. So you, uh, you strike me as a... Reconstructive anarchist. I was going to ask about anarchist. <laughs> you, <know, laughs> you want to tear it all down, but you don't want to just leave it as chaos. You want to yeah, I reconstruct mean, it. I just made up that. That's phrase. a good point, and that's I think that's accurate. I I I, I don't want to go for like anarcho syndicalism or anything that much in anarchy because anarchy to me implies a certain degree of having faith in the natural order of things to let things settle out. When I think it's pretty clear that humans, more so than a lot of animals, rely upon. Um, what works at that moment in time, um, culturally to survive in a given environment. You know, um, if you take whatever other animal species and stick in a different environment, it's going to try to, uh, uh, um, even in the absence of, of a lot of parenting, there's some skills that are taught, you know, as that animal grows up. But like, mm-hmm. you know, spiders spin webs entirely independently. We don't have a lot of, we don't have nearly as many instincts as a lot of other animals have. We do a lot of our stuff on the fly, learned, learned and acquired culturally from parents, from social cues, from whatever else. So th- that anarchist, like, naturally it'll work itself out, I think has to be a little more constructively guided and or discussed and or thought out as opposed to just like, let's see what happens, it'll be okay. That's why I added the re- reconstruction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, actually, this is one of the things we got into to a debate about is like my, uh, and by, by, by no means am I a sociologist enough to be able to say this is the system of whatever I would like to see exist in the world. But why don't we just sit down and say, hey, uh, instead of it being, you know, David Koresh style or Rainbow Family style or whatever other, um, uh, what's that other... Um, the farm style commune just figure shit out about whatever you know you know uh, a government or a community that actually has like funding from academics and or people that study this stuff go hey let's start this intentional community not just some whacked out religious leader or person who just wants something different we actually do research and figure it out we meaning the government we meaning like us as a society at large be it the government or be it some other well-founded well um well-researched folks sit there and try and figure out solutions to problems that involve 
anti-capitalist or non-capitalist solutions. How do you, I think f- how do you fund the research? Well, I think they're... That's an excellent question. <laughs> those people Which that is have institutions that scale. the power and the wealth like it the way exactly and, and welcome to late-stage capitalism. Yeah. So. I thought uh, I thought anarchists just stomped around shouting "fuck this" and spitting on babies. I mean, it's not what they I do. suppose maybe some do. I I, I, I thought I that was like the initiation. The, the anarchists I know don't do that. No, those so. are witches. Oh, oh well, right. witches. I, always I don't think I like anarchists <laughs> half as much as I thought I did. Megan, mm-hmm. how was your week? Fortnite. Thank you for asking. Fortnite. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because you've yeah. been in a couple different locations. I was. Um, I went to San Juan Island off the coast of Washington State to the family vacation home for a family vacation with my little brother and my sister-in-law and my mom and her twin sister and my father and Aunt Pets Aunt Pam. Yeah, I don't know if I could say that. I want to tell you oh, she a shout-out represent. Yeah. Aunt Pammy? <laughs> yeah. She's AP fucking cool. AP I love your Aunt Pam. To the, yeah, she's pretty great. Uh, so that was, a, that was a week. That was a long week. You got bit by a dog. Yeah, it was an accident. I bit him first. Oh, come on. No, I didn't. He didn't mean to do that, though. It was How a, do you know his intention? <laughs> she has dog telepathy. I asked him and he was like, no, man, that was. <laughs> My bad. I was kind of excited. You misunderstand. And I was like, okay. I just wanted that cool. plush carrot. Yeah. So did you. Uh. I defend the plush carrot. What else? I did you did kayaking. you enjoy? You went sea kayak. I was going to ask what mother. kind of water sports you engaged in. Wow. <laughs> Phrasing uh, on the island. Water sports. No water sports. Uh, I went sea kayaking with my mother. That was really something. It was windy. <laughs> did you like capsize or something? No, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> I like how it was clear in Megan's statement of it was something that could be literally anything from capsizing to being stuck like Robinson Crusoe style for a couple of weeks it to was, like to like tearing just, it up yeah, on the to bay. just like an emotionally yeah. intense interaction it was fantastic it was really it was really she kept she she was in the I don't know if you've been in a double sea kayak before any of you but yes I have not okay so there's like a the, the person that sits in the back controls the rudder and steers and the person up front uh, controls the pace so literal backseat driving took place yeah literally uh, were, you, were you the workhorse or were you the, the pilot? Uh, I was the workhorse. Uh, so she was in back. No, I was in back. Oh, so she you was also the well, you also paddle. So uh, it sounds like so it sounds like she should have been in back. She's no. smaller than you. No, because then she would have been. We would have careened some, <laughs> into some uh, rock formation and capsized. Gotcha. Were you kayaking with the rest of the fam? There was a whole group of people. Okay. My brother and his wife were in one one kayakers. canoe, and then or kayak, and then my uh, my aunt and some other dude in the. Party so wait, wait, wait. Let's get this straight. That. Your family, who you've not seen in some time, who there's some degree of estrangement you have with, all got together. They don't know that. All got together. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a strange. Sure, you guys are interesting and fun the way a lot of families are, and mm-hmm. you all got together and decided to go sea kayaking together. Everybody but my dad. My dad's like, "See ya, chumps. I'm going whale watching." And I said, "I didn't know that was an option. Can yeah, yeah, I go?" Is, and he's like, "Well, uh, mm, this is this is my yeah. This is my thing. It's like so we're going to place each other in a situation where there's going to be conflict and, and, and crazy." And the one person who... Because we yeah. just weren't having enough fun. Well, what, did, what did Aunt Pam do? 
Was she not sea kayaking? No, she was. She was with, uh, she was in a kayak with a dude from, like, I mean, there was an uneven, no, I don't think it was. So she was kayaking with a stranger. Yeah. But that they got along. Isn't that a novel title or a song title? (laughs) Kayaking with a stranger. Because your father wanted to watch the ballad. There you go. He wanted to watch the whales while he can because he knows that his president's going to get rid of all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking God. I hadn't thought about that, but he might be insightful enough to know. Last chance to see. Captain Douglas Adams. We didn't actually talk about politics, which was really nice because I was anticipating that that would happen. So my mom and I are in the sea kayak and I'm, I'm steering and paddling and. She's paddling sometimes and she's, she's, I mean, she, we're both facing the front of the boat and she's talking to me, Maggie, blah, 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 blah. And it's fucking windy and there are birds. And I said, Debbie, shut the fuck up, mom. (laughs) I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. This sounds like a goddamn nightmare. And she'd like turn her head a little bit and she'd say, what I said was, and then she'd turn back (laughs) to the front. Your mom has such a sweet voice. So sweet. And she so wants to bond with you Mm -hmm. while you're kayaking. Yeah. This I sounds- asked you, I actually texted you, I was like, are you all sea kayaking yet and singing Kumbaya? And you totally fucking were. We were fucking, fucking sea kayaking. Now, see, yeah. if you were smart, you would have gotten one of those side-by-side paddle boats where you just kick, 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 and a little bit of She gi- doesn't want to talk to her tires. mom, though. Just go. Well, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to talk while I'm doing a, a, a sea kayak thing. I would. I, in fact, time, you know what? I wanted to wear my fucking headphones, but I left my <laughs> phone in the car. Oof. I would love That's it the best, though, if you and Debbie did Amazing Race together. Oh my and God, traveled I don't know the what world. That is. You know what the Amazing Race is? No, it's a reality show where there are gr- groups of teams that start off like let's say twelve teams, and then they go around the world, and it's like a scavenger hunt. And then at the end of every episode, the team that gets the checkpoint last gets booted off. You I win would, a million dollars if you. I would watch that show if it were. It's always a shit young show. ladies it and is their moms. Always, it I would need the one million dollars. So wh- first. who's usually on the show if it's not young ladies and their moms? It's all. It's all different types of teams. Sometimes there's like married oh, couples. Sometimes oh, no, there's husbands, wives. There's one season that they are all strangers. Sometimes there's like one team from like another reality show that are there to fuck shit up, and they have to do weird shit like eat goat balls or mm. jump off buildings or. Climb walls, you know. There's like little challenges. I'm ready, Joe Rogan? No. And the host. This actually sounds like fun. Phil. It's it's actually pretty because they go all around the world, so you My get friend to see. On show. I would totally really? do that shit. Phil always has like a moose knuckle, and that's what I. I watch didn't for. do that. Wow. I didn't do the amazing. Wait, race. wait, wait, wait. The host moose knuckle the. It's a huge trouser snake. I don't know what's yeah. going on with this dick. Why but... is it? Well, this. Is my question is, I guess, why is <laughs> what. Why? Okay, I understand. Camel toe at least makes sense. Moose knuckle's bigger than a camel. But that doesn't mean that it's necessarily a large cylindrical object at the end of it. It doesn't make sense. Have you seen one? It's Have like you? a moose knuckle is like when, a- the, when, the, when, the, when the pants come down and both the nuts are on either side of the seam. So it's like a, it uh, looks like a moose knuckle. Okay, I was thinking of like a, a, a large, like semi-erect penis in tight pants. Not like literally no. testes. Testes like, makes sense. More like I'm sorry, testes. please continue. Did you know the, the uh, on a, a flamingo's leg that that joint there is mm-hmm. not a it's not a knee it's an ankle yes oh I morphologically yeah uh so we also went on a uh, a sunset sailboat thing for like three hours or something Fuck. and uh so and you can bring like food and alcohol and stuff and so, so she brought food you brought alcohol <laughs> no my my brother and Does my sister drink? no no she does not drink uh, my, my brother and my sister brought wine and, um, 
uh, she said, open one of, my sister-in-law said, open one of the bottles. And she says, it was $45. Who said that? My sister-in-law. She I was like, oh, that's... It was $45? Why the fuck would you do that? You could buy a $6 bottle. It tastes the same. She wants to impress you. But yes, you. I'll have some. I'm, she okay. wants to impress you. So we, we get situated and they start the boat. And then I said... I'll see you guys later. And I put my headphones in and that was it for three hours. I just listened to music and pretended like I was by myself. It was nice. <laughs> and then I went for like a five hour drive you one day. You just drank and watched the sunset. Mm-hmm. They're bringing Daria back, you know, <laughs> on MTV. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you should look into. Nice segue, the John. Are they casting, casting for yeah. that? You should we'll probably see, get in See that. what I can do. Actually, they've, they've reorganized it too. It's going to be Adventures of Daria and her woke as fuck black friend. Why can I not think of her name? I can't think of her name either. She wasn't. Oh, Brittany was a cheerleader. Brittany was the blonde one. She was the other cheerleader, though. No, she wasn't a cheerleader. No, she wasn't a cheerleader. No, she was like the class. I know she was also an academic, but you can do both. No, she was. I don't think she was. You can't. Oh, my God. I don't remember if she. Her boyfriend, though, was the the cat. He was a football player. Yeah. I know she was valedictorian and stuff, but I don't know if she was also also cheerleader. I don't remember. Um. So then I came back. Are you done with your week? Yeah. Okay. And we have a, we had a comment. Do you want to read the comment? Oh. You want me to read the comment? Yeah. I'm going to hide this cake for the last episode. I'm not it. eating it. I'm the last what? episode. Let me give it. some some reference. Okay. Don't read the email or the email address because uh, I think that says the person's name. So last episode, I uh, shared a story about how uh, some grown men are upset with the art direction for the new Shira. Oh, really? Cartoon, because they said that Tashira is supposed to be the idealized, beautiful woman, and the art direction is very uh, different, uh, where she looks more like a warrior, kind of like the Teed Titans She's actually style. the archetypal warrior, not the archetypal. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So we got, a, we got a reaction to that, a comment. Yeah, the comment on the website, right? Or was it, yeah, on the website? It was on the website. The okay. comment was, it was so weird to hear the Shira controversy from the perspective of a different part of the internet. I hadn't even heard all that noise. And the animation Twitterverse is on fire. On my side, everybody's whining about how sexless and boyish the protag is. A banal occurrence by now, meaning the Twitterverse beating on fire. Every time a lady penetrates the hallowed boys club of the nine old men, the entire spectrum of criticism lights up. But Noelle Stevenson's been running book tour circuits on her own dime and negotiating collaborations on her own merit for years. She's got this. Also, <laughs> Vinnie Van Gogh goes, that place is not story free for me either. Deck him twice for good measure, hero waitress. <laughs> oh, this is a well-informed person. And your narration, by the way, was just fantastic. And their name was actually a gainfully employed animator. Oh, I, so just to rewind for a second, because I've only been you know tertiarily aware of this controversy. It wasn't one of them that they were saying that her breasts weren't big enough or something like that. Yeah, I can I can show you the the image. I mean, it's you know the you know teen, I, I teen seen Titans the image. like yeah. the, like the new Teen Titans, yeah, not the yeah. original, where it's very kind of more anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen the image, so by all means, please. I don't. had no idea we talked about this. Um. Were you there that day? Was it when Shira was here? Define. We so. weren't there. That was the reason why you, you gave me the the uh, image of you dressed as Shira. Yeah, I just remember the part about me. So that's this how that goes. You, you maybe just oh, sorry. That's my head. My didn't hands. hear the part about the comic books. No. Cheers. Bound to happen. 
so yeah, yeah, they're 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 mad that Under she doesn't the, have that she. They're mad that that she's not uh, busty Disney princess, kind of you know. And she just, and she decided under her under her skirt to wear like you know, boy shorts I guess, or whatever. That's, the bloomers. Yeah. Um, Wait, this is the right. Okay. I got, I got, I got. That's um. They're bicycle uns- shorts. She's going cycling bicycle later. Shorts, thank you. <laughs> I am unsurprised that they are mad about that, and really excited. It's very they're mad about anime that. stylized yeah. looking. I've got a question because I don't. I know. I I remember watching Shira when I was little. Just like I can remember watching He Man. But did she ever really fight? Because I know she had a sword. She like what? pointed at her sword. She pointed her sword at stuff a lot. Yeah, I remember that. But then again, I haven't watched that shit. She's really good at debate. <laughs> <laughs> she was stupid strong. She would negotiating. Yeah, she did lift a lot of things. Yeah. She didn't have the power of Grey School. She had the honor of Grey School. Uh, do you way. remember the uh, the villain was Catra? Remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, she yeah. was the best action figure mm-hmm. with that furry that furry muff she had. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had. I some totally forgot about that. Holy shit! Yeah, thank you, sir. I totally uh, forgot about that. The uh, the 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 Shira dolls had hair that that was like. It was, you know, like vinyl, like Barbie hair kind so of. Can I just, so you could like give them haircuts. And can I just so come I out did. and say it though? That's like really important. That's what I want to make absolutely clear. What? Okay. Because um, I know for a fact that a lot of folks were really, really mad that she isn't stacked as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the one thing about the controversy that I distinctly recall, even in, my, the, in, in the echoes of the internet I saw it on. Um, can we be clear that like if you're a, if you're a woman – from what I've gathered, that works out a lot and has low body fat. You're not stacked as fuck? That's kind of a thing that happens and that's okay? And we also need to point out that the target audience is children and not adults. And <laughs> Adult men. It's okay for a woman to not in the be locker se- room. Yeah, yeah. It's okay for a woman to not be sexualized into oblivion. Yeah. And that's okay? <laughs> I mean, because I'm going to say that, that 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 female figure is, is pretty broad-shouldered. That's probably because if you're strong as fuck and you're not like magically enhanced or whatever, you're going to have broad shoulders and maybe not a lot of adipose tissue on your chest so they can calm the fuck down and it's okay. Can we just, just, just say that and be clear on that? Because, yeah. Well, are you guys ready to get into some hot topics? Sure. It, technically, that was a hot topic, though, right? That was kind of, it was a, a hot topic adjacent for last week. Who wants to go first? Are you pleading? It's just my Mike? lip. Oh. Move, move along. Who who has a hot topic? I, I do not have a hot topic. I have sorry. one. Megan has one. Mine's actually two. not a joke this week. Okay. Wow. I know. Although I, I could, I didn't have enough time to find a joke. Is it about West Virginia politicians? No, but there is some some bowel movement in that area. Bowel. Well, I just said that because it involves Don Blankenship. Oh. And who is a bigger colon than Don Blankenship? Roseanne Barr. Okay, also Donald Trump, but you know, in, in <laughs> massive colons, all of them in the same system. So, before we get into hot topics, did you? I I don't want to talk about Trump, but did you see that that one press conference with Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Jim Acosta? Unfortunately, oh my! Were you not just? I was. I had to turn it off. I was so see the dude mad. from CNN. Yeah, 
I if you want to get really excited about, about that. that, look up the word Lugenpresse on the internet. It's a German for lying press. It's one of the, it's one of the uh, yeah, Nazi party's just, favorite things to go on about. Like how did briefly, those, briefly how, summarize that for Okay, those so of Trump us was that, at a rally and went through his greatest hits, you know, one of them being the lying media, blah, 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 blah. They're in with the people. Jim Acosta from CNN, um, who also, he's their uh, person inside all the press briefings. Uh, so he was at the rally and he got on his phone and did like, you know, a video of all of these Trump supporters that were harassing him to his face, saying stuff like, fuck you, spitting at him, I probably, I think, um, flicking him off, like just being generally very hostile. Where if I were him, Anarchists. I'd be a little nervous. I'd be like, what the fuck? And so at the press briefing the next day, they confronted Sarah about it, and she would not say that, you know, that the media is not the enemy of many of the people. She did her spiel where she deflects, deflects, deflects. I think it's blah, 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 plays the victim, blah, blah, blah. So when I watched it, I was so, like, I was talking to Brian about this, that in that moment, I was like, if if I was one of those journalists, I'd want to fucking storm the podium and just rip the flesh from <laughs> her body and bite her neck and just like just ah. Oh, note to self: John so may in fact be a zombie. Angry. Note, second note to self: Don't invite John to press. Like I don't things. know how they can contain themselves and still be professional when she is just lying to their face repeatedly. Like I think it's just like fuck it. Let's not do press briefings anymore because what's the point? We're paying her to lie to us. In this case, it wasn't even a matter of lying. It was a matter of saying things that, you know, it's difficult to construe as not being outright dangerous for... I, I hate this phrase because it's so tri- it's so trite these days, but but it's just dangerous for democracy. Yeah. Plain and simple. Oh, clearly, there are no fans of democracy. Mm-hmm. Clearly, what Trump's want, Trump wants is just to be the... the uh, Totalitarian yeah. dictator of the universe and such. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Anyway, hot topics. Who wants to Yay. Go yeah, yeah. Uh, well... Seeing as how I'm still talking, I can go first if you'd like. I do have to pee, though. <laughs> then so you should go first. I get up. Okay, I'll go first. You go first. Um, you go first. A segment that we talk about a lot on here, um, Wicked Title, White People Saying Stupid Shit and Pissing Off a Bunch of People. <laughs> <laughs> do we all sure. know? We might have, This is a couple weeks old, so you guys might have already heard of this. Do we all know who Jason Mraz is? Mm. M-O-R-Z is he a ukulele? M-R-A-Z. He's yeah. a singer. Yeah, he's right? kinda yeah, he's kinda like a hippie singer. He did that ukulele the remedy. Guy, right? Probably. Okay. He's probably knows how to play a ukulele. Okay. Um actually, you know what? Liz Fair opened for him once one time, and I went to see oh, her and then I left as soon depressing. as he started. Um but he's handsome. I don't have anything really against him so much. Um but he he's, got he's perfectly well stacked he got he got into some hot water huge titties despite his broad shoulders mm. yeah there is actually one photo from like a decade ago of him in some black briefs that you should look up it's pretty pretty <laughs> no i think he's handsome in fact one of my exes kind of looks like him um so he recently came out as bisexual Woo-hoo! again because i thought he did let this a long time ago mm-hmm. um but he used to phrase that his wife told him what he is, which taught is... Taught him or told him? Taught him. She says what you oh, are. I'll, let me just, I'll read this. I'll read this from Pink News. Jason Morass has been called a, quote, white settler <laughs> compared to Christopher Columbus uh, and accused of cultural appropriation after coming out as two-spirit. 
The uh, I'm Your singer revealed how he defines his sexuality last week, ending weeks of speculation struck by his poem for Pride Month, which ended with the line, I'm by B.I. your side. Mraz revealed, I've had experience with men, even while I was dating the woman who became my wife. I was like, wow, does that mean I'm gay? And my uh, wife laid it out for me. She calls it two-spirit, which is what the Native Americans call someone who can okay. love both man and a woman. I really like that. But the backlash against this is the sad part. 41. He's 41. I didn't... But then again, I'm 37. Um, musician was loud and swift, as many expressed anger at a non-Native person co-opting the term. Uh, quote, two-spirit is used by indigenous North American and First Nations people to represent those who possess both masculine and feminine spirits and can encompass sexual, gender, and or spiritual identities. Although two-spirited people have been described throughout history, the term is, was coined in 1990 at the third annual intertribal Native American First Nations Gay and Lesbian American Conference in Win Winnipeg, Camp, Canada. It was chosen as a means of unifying the different gender identities and expressions of Native American, First Nations, and Indigenous people. And commenters have made the point that it certainly wasn't created for white people. One person wrote simply, flat out, you don't get to call yourself Two-Spirit if you aren't Native. Don't. Another said, if you're Native, it's okay to identify. If you're Native, it's, uh, if you're non-Native... Nobody gives a fuck about your opinion on the subject. Turn around, Columbus. You are lost. <laughs> and so it followed in this in this uh, article is just people just dragging his ass on Twitter, which is uh, the part that confuses me is if any the people that I heard I, I've heard in the past um, call it appropriating or call it using um, the term two spirit were generally people that were trans or non-binary yeah. in some capacity. So to me, the more confusing part is that if he's bi, mm -hmm. does he's he... Not, yeah, they, yeah they that's, can, that's, they that's a whole different thing. The whole thing. And for when, who you're attracted to is not who you are in that con yeah, in, in this even, particular context. From what I've read from some native people that spoke out, it's not even trans. It's like a whole third gender. Or, so sorry, to be clear, who, who yeah. you are and who you're and attracted to as far as, far as mm -hmm. your, your, your gender versus your gender preference. Because I can guarantee And it's kind of like an accomplishment, too. It's like somebody bestows it upon you. you yeah. Don't did, he, it for did he say he's non-cis? Or did he no. just say he's he bisexual? Likes, yeah, exactly. So what the fuck is he talking about? He's a bisexual man who's married to a woman who, from what I can tell, is not native herself mm -hmm. is she stacked so this is, this is the thing though <laughs> i i I've, I've tried to be more careful about getting angry about cultural appropriation because arguably you know human culture for the last how many thousand years is a series of appropriations be it good or bad or from a colonial perspective or from a just blending and, and spreading of ideas perspective so i've gotten a little i'm careful about that but this is a classic case of this is why you don't appropriate because mm -hmm. you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. So, and I'm sure his, his intent was not to. Yeah, it wasn't his intent. It was his, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying he intended to be offensive or weird or whatever. But the fact that he didn't know what he was talking about made him make this blunder, mm -hmm. which is indicative of why he probably shouldn't have acquired that in the is first place. Is it a blunder, though? Because now we're talking about this dude that I don't think I've ever had a conversation I've, I've about. I've heard his name before, life. baby. You don't remember the Remedy song? It was everywhere, no, like man. 2000. No. Okay. I am willfully ignorant of things that I don't think. Would are you? Cool. Well, I do think it's kind of cool that his wife would. I'm glad she's accepting. Yeah, of his because a lot of That's women cool. that I Good know will not date bisexual. That men. is a thing, unfortunately. Yes, that I've dealt with a number of times. Yeah. Because they're like, "You're gay." Yeah, about that. I got a I got a message about that on one of those dating apps this week. What? 
about uh, some dude sent me this message and he's like, hey, would you be interested in having a threesome with two bisexual men? And I replied back, uh, is this some lady's uh, dream or is this some sort of horrible trick you're trying to play on me? <laughs> and he's like, hopefully it's a dream. And I was like, tell me more about my dream. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Would you date a bisexual man? Uh, I don't know. I guess it would just depend on the person. I, I've never thought about it, but I guess so. I mean, I'm not gonna, I mean, you could be into dudes, but you're going to be into me only because I'm not going to show you. You're, you're monogamous. Like, you're monogamous. monogamous. Would you yeah. be into a threesome with two bisexual dudes? Uh, not necessarily some random dude off the internet, but like just two bisexual dudes that were hot? Again, yeah, like, hey, it would have up? to be. Uh, all, all things being like hot and not steamy? dangerous. <laughs> I'm not going to get murdered and I'm not going to get a some something. Some terrible baby disease. Yeah, like or a baby. A baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Any of that shit. Yeah, I might do that. I what about that. you, Sarah? Did you date a bisexual man? I mean, yeah, I mean, I say of course, right, to all these questions because they seem very abstract and philosophical. And I'm like, of course. And then when you get down to it, I don't know. I don't know. But I think I would. I would date a bisexual. Yeah, man. for sure. But I would say I wouldn't. I probably won't. I won't, don't think I'll ever have another threesome with a man and a woman because I've had it once and it was. I was like <laughs> no, more. No, I was like, I want her to go outside. I don't. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that um, you can't I'm, make that face every time you see the. Vagina, I tried like, it. Uh, I didn't know. I did not make any sort of face like that. I'm Maybe, glad that the three you of you do know. not find me like distasteful at, 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 on, on, on a quick read. As a bisexual man, I'm glad that the three of you don't find the idea of dating me to be <laughs> distasteful outright. I appreciate no, it's that. your it's your use of sweaters in a hundred degree weather that I find distasteful. And then I walk into your apartment and wish i had a fucking sweater so yeah <laughs> so yeah Jason. my story's done we would all Yay, date you story done. Check, story check, one check. done i feel better thank you i'm gonna go pee but i'll be right back okay yes. enjoy <laughs> so do you want me to pause this or yeah. okay megan do you have a steamy hot or otherwise topic no it's or not just safe it's and not disease steamy free. or hot it's it's <laughs> kind of like a it's like a partially resolved mystery a lukewarm topic mm-hmm no. Or a warmed over topic in this case. No. Let's hear uh, it. Topic leftovers. So I guess this last Where's week, the there, previously there you. were uh, 27 missing Tuskegee Airmen from World War II. Mm-hmm. Their remains were missing or their persons were missing. Mm-hmm. And now there are only 26 that are missing. Oh, that's cool. Where, where uh, were the three of them hiding? Not three, one. Sorry, you said 26. I'm sorry, I can't do math. I was not paying attention to the first number. That's okay. Uh, so Friday, I guess, the, the DOD confirmed that um, they recovered the remains of U.S. Army Air Force's Captain Lawrence E. Dixon, member of the 32nd Fighter Group from Tuskegee Airmen. Um, his plane crashed on the Austria-Italy border in 1944. And uh, so, let's see, that there was suspicion that his plane had gone down in one location and they actually found it like six miles away. Where was this? Um, so in 2011, I guess the Pentagon, the Pentagon has a, a defense or a, a POW MIA accounting agency has a researcher Hmm. So in 2011, this dude um, was looking up records and stuff and went to the crash sites in Italy. 
And he um, went six miles north, crossed the Austrian border. And uh, people in that area had been talking about this since 1944, apparently. Hmm. And uh, he was just like rummaging around in the foliage in the forest and found some bones and shit. Oh. So it uh, turns out that that was that guy. So they, uh, they confirmed it by matching DNA to... Dixon's daughter, who's now 76. Fascinating. The end. I just thought that was interesting. I think it's very creepy when people go missing because they're somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or at least part of them is somewhere. I mean, they have to be somewhere, right? Because you can't destroy matter. So, yeah. Do you remember that song? Uh, it was in the late 90s by Fastball. Nope. About the, way. the road. Yeah, The Way. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching that pop-up video where the song was inspired by like a couple who had disappeared and they imagined that they went off and, you know, ran away together when in reality they actually drove off a cliff and died. <laughs> oh, like Thelma and Louise. Yeah, but they didn't know it at the time, of course. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that guy's not missing any longer. I guess these were bones that, that confirmed that he was dead, like not just like a pinky bone. Would you, Probably. if you, were, if that was somebody you would love, would you, would you need that closure, or would you like it better the possibility that it might be alive? No, I think I would want to know right. one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, if my this is not the same thing. I don't know if I should make a joke about that. Like if your dog ran away, you'd want to know. Oh, absolutely. That they got hit by a car and not that somebody just right them. that they don't want to come home to me. Yeah. That would really upset <laughs> me a lot. Oh, Tiano. I have two. And, um, you do one, then I'll do one, then you do it. And then we'll. Okay. And honestly, one is just kind of petty. It's not funny. It's not, you know, I don't. <sighs> so I'm not full on, like, you know, tinfoil hat wearing paranoid, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm pretty goddamn close in a lot of ways. And one of the reasons why I left Facebook was because um, I read I, that about you. Yeah, yeah. was um, I, I got tired of saying "I told you so" all the time. Did you, you know? never? <laughs> you never get tired of. You're that. right. I didn't, which is why my first fucking story is about 23 and Me and Ancestry.com and all the rest of that shit. Because if you've been paying attention, you'd know that when you said, "Hey guys, I'm paying you money to evaluate my G- genome to let me know where I'm from and, you know, what diseases I may be susceptible to." And again, you paid them for the service to run their gene sequencing stuffs on your stuff. That data wasn't just, you know, "Oh, cool, here's your results. Thanks. Bye." Well, you signed your data away. Pretty much. But unless I you 23 and me, that's a private company though. But so, they've also partnered with another private company to say, "Hey guys, we have all this like data." Google? Well, actually it was a uh, uh, GlaxoSmithKline, one of the, one of the larger ah. pharmaceuticals in the world. So basically, um they can Henrietta Lacks you on the casual. If you don't know the story of Henrietta Lacks, she was a we black woman who had over we talked we, we talked about her a while back. Just to refresh, a black woman who had a particular type of ovarian cancer who had a very unusual cell line that was essentially immortal. Um the, her cancer cells, not her. Um she died, they kept her cancer cells and they used them. The medical industry has been using them for the development of drugs and testing and all kinds of the wacky stuff. 
pretty much since her death, and her family has not seen you know anything from it, despite the fact that literally millions of dollars have been made off of this woman's genetic material. Great, it book. was taken. Great movie. Yeah, it was also yeah. What well, we should link that as well. Uh, the the, um, the film and a couple of articles about it. But um, yeah, and and not only was it a matter of you know the family hasn't seen anything from it, but um, it was taken without her consent, because back then you know especially if you were a black woman in the medical. Uh, records realm, then, you know, you, you really want a person to begin with. Anyway, but um, this is to say that now, due to this partnership between 23andMe, I think even Ancestry.com as, as well as involved, and GlaxoSmithKline, if you did not uncheck the appropriate, we don't authorize this box, um, which the box just said, hey, we're cool to retain your, your um, genome for research. But what that research was later revealed to be, not like, you know, good for all of humanity. Hey, let's see what's going on with this. It's we can develop drugs based on your genome and or particular eccentricities of your genome. And I'll let you know. Uh, but why would they? I mean, you essentially signed away the rights to the things that make you you or some of the things that make you you. I like it's your pronunciation of genome. <laughs> Regardless, genome. Um, the... Uh, um, the the complications are entirely unsurprising to myself and a couple of other, you know, paranoid folk because that's literally the reason why we never got it done in the first place is because we were waiting for this. And Wired.com was recently published an article that said, yeah, that was the plan the entire time. There was no, hey, we're being nice and offering this service. The entire plan was to acquire a bunch of genetic data to be able to later develop drugs from it. So, yeah, uh, it is possible, actually, to call them and rescind that permission but and or have them destroy your genetic, genetic materials and or records they retain. It's extraordinarily complex and difficult. There is a reporter who's – I don't recall the uh, publication it was posted in, but I'll add that to the links as well – of her efforts to do so, to have them remove – the, her information from their databases. Um, but I just find it particularly fascinating that, and this is in line with um, another longstanding issue with uh, legal precedents and or uh, these originalist interpretations of uh, be it U.S. law at large or the Constitution in particular. Um, I mean, take your pick, be it when it comes to uh, privacy or individual property or your genetic information or um, um, uh, the Internet or guns or whatever the fuck else. Um, we've gotten a lot more complicated as a species, as a country, as a society in the last 200 fucking years. And we're still operating in the 21st century on laws based on, you know, 12th century precedent or even earlier written and or codified in the 19th century and acting like this is going to keep on going. Oh, we office, we've become accustomed to signing away our rights without... Like I, I did Ancestry.com. I didn't read a damn thing. But this, the, I mean, that's a whole other issue. I agree you know? with you that like checking the EULA because you want to use the product is a thing. And the laws are constructed to basically make it so that you aren't protected even when the EULA can be and malicious in its intent. every single service agreement you have from iTunes to anything else will have an arbitration clause in it that you don't yep. even know that arbitration you're, signed, you're are part of it. signing Indeed. away. Yeah. You're signing away your ability to access the U.S. government. You're signing away your ability to, in some cases, uh, um, enter into class action lawsuits mm -hmm. with Sony and a couple other companies. But uh, again, th that's an important issue. But to me, the issue, is, the, the, the fundamental issue is our laws are not being allowed to evolve to keep pace with our technological and sociological development. We keep on trying to apply musket rules to AR-15s. We keep on trying to apply whose cow is this to 
um, whose virtual property this is on the internet. We keep on trying to apply the idea of who are you and your rights operating as an individual dealing with your neighbor to mega corporations, to transnationals, to your genetic information, and wondering why we keep on bumping into all these weird legal precedents and issues. So, well, I mean, corporations are people. So. Yeah, don't even get me started about that. I mean, so here, so here, yeah, corporations, people. What, what about labor unions? What about um, what? fucking? Well, yeah, what about your fucking local? Um, uh, what do you call it? Your uh, if you have a condo, you have to deal with the blank. Oh, the uh, homeowners association. Yeah, exactly. What about any other entity that is a group of people advocating for a particular cause? The what about your space. family? Why isn't a why isn't why isn't the family recognized as an individual entity unto itself? Why is it why is this a right that's only granted to corporations? When you have any institution that gets together with a bunch of folks advocating for a particular cause, why is it they are not allowed the same rights as a fucking corporation? Anyway, I can go on ad nauseum. Our laws are not keeping pace with the rest of us, and it is to the, it is to the benefit of one group, one group of folks and to the detriment of others. It's almost like the be- the prequel to Resident Evil, too. Oh, Umbrella Corporation <laughs> be all about this shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this story came submitted to us from uh, Joe in Dallas. Um, oh shoot, let me pull it up. So, and he pulls up. He asks us a question on it as well. About let me ask his question before I read the article to you guys. So his question is, how old uh, for the show? How old is old enough to take responsibility for adult choices? Do you ever get a pass on comments made as a youth or made in your youth? Um, so does anybody follow baseball here? Barely. I I don't. Um, this this is an editorial from Queerity, but involves a baseball player. Um, uh, the title is there's no statute of limitations on teenage homophobia and racism um uh, so baseball star josh Hader, he's a 24 year old from milwaukee he's a milwaukee brewers pitcher um some old twitter posts that he wrote when he was a teenager popped up here's a sampling of them i hate gay people white power lol kkk uh need a bitch who can fuck cook and clean right um so he's come under some scrutiny from this. I'm sorry, how many up. years ago was this? He's he's 24 now. That he posted all this stuff when he was 17. Yeah. Um, and what, what were you doing when you were 17, John? Um, trying to pray the gay away, uh-huh. <laughs> but not pray. Interesting. Huh. I was probably watching Queer as Folk, masturbating, being scared out of my mind. Thinking, <laughs> That's what my life is going to be like <laughs> for the rest of your life. The rest of watching life. Queer as Folk and masturbating. No, all no, like my life. In that show, oh, because right, right, right. none of those people were good people, really. It was a scary show. Like if you're 17, and you were watching that thing, and that's what my life's going to be like. It's scary. Uh, yeah, really but scary. Whatever gets you off. Um. So he hater said um, it was something that happened when I was 17 years old. As a child, I was immature. I obviously said some things that were inexcusable. Uh, inexcusable. That doesn't reflect on who I am as a person today, and that's just what it is. I'm deeply sorry for what I've said and what's been going on, and like I said, that doesn't reflect on any of my beliefs going on now. Um, he also used, of course, the N-word. Um, I believe he said that he was quoting rap lyrics. <laughs> was he of 17? He was. <laughs> was he 17 in the 20s? The 1920s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. When when that word was well, I mean, more in casually? 2011 because oh. he's 24 now. Pretty sure when you're 17 years old, 
in 2011. You're aware that that's not a... He wrote all these tweets okay, from fine. October 2011 to May of 2012. Oh, that they were all at once. So yeah. he was just drunk and being belligerent, but it's not, not the case. Well, I appreciate your... So a lot of people and... gave him a pass because he was only 17, so Joe wants to know, basically. There's, you know. there's, there's, there's research on this, though. I mean... Do you have some data for us? Um, I, I can't casually bring up the, actually, I'll, 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 I need to make a list as I always do of the things to add to the podcast. But, so um, how old is old enough to take responsibility? I think you're, as soon as you're old enough to, um, have any sort of self-control, when is that like, uh, four? Yeah. I think that's when you're old enough to make, to, to be held responsible for any choice you make ever. But I also think that people can change. I think it's. It's the Trump possible. administration thinks that too. That's why those little kids are going uh, <laughs> into the courtroom with. Okay, her. maybe not four years old. Maybe maybe <laughs> let's say seventh and eighth grade. As soon as you can, as soon as you can understand that cause and effect. You know, like if I call Mary a big fat bitch, she's gonna cry and be upset. You know, then you could be in trouble for calling somebody a big fat bitch. You it shouldn't is, do that. I think I think that at the same time trouble? I think that people can change. I don't know this man. I don't know if he's saying that just because he's in trouble now or if he really does has evolved from the time he was 17. If I were if if I were him, I would show that I really have changed by possibly donating money to a local gay straight alliance or doing uh, something like doing something, yeah. yeah. Hang out in the community um, and, you know, like helping out at risk kids or whatever. No, I, I agree with you that like there needs to be more, um, uh, uh, tactile and or, uh, um, something concrete behind what he's saying. You can just say, mm-hmm. Oh, that was dumb. I'm sorry. And that's great. But he didn't say, I think queers are cool or I don't think that word's appropriate to use. He just gave a blanket generic apology. Yeah. He just so said I he would, regretted it. Like exactly. That. I think it'd be much more, have much more weight behind it if he actually did something or said something in particular to address those issues. But on the other hand though, um, so it's really easy these days to be at 15, 16, 17 in the United States to do something absolutely horrendous and be locked away for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you oh, can try a child. It's easier as an adult. for white people to get away with. But yeah, that, but, but but still, regardless, I, I'm I'm going to leave the race part aside for right now because it's it's it is an important point, but it's it's not relevant to the argument directly. Insofar as if it's possible for someone who is under the age of 18 to commit a crime and be locked away for the rest of their lives because they're tried as an adult, um, and not to equate like him casually saying whatever to someone killing somebody else, but committing a crime, but but, but committing a crime, right? And when even that is being debated as far as its validity, because it's been shown via research, which is the research I was citing a moment ago, I'll try and add in links, that your brain changes so fucking much when you're in adolescence that basically you're a whole different ass person by the time you're in your 20s, to where holding someone in absolute final accountability for their actions at something done in that earlier age is basically trying one convicting one person for a crime and then having somebody else serve the time for it so i would say that on the one hand no we should not hold him to we should hold him accountable for those things and he should do something for it but it shouldn't be like this is who you were and this is who you will always be so the best way for him to address that would be to do something more to show that he has changed 
Well, patterns are important too. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Right. right, he should do something repetitive. Forever. Yeah, <laughs> like helping at risk. Kids. Or well, what I'm <laughs> saying is, if if these are repeated behaviors, then it's not just mm-hmm. yeah, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was, this and is the I circumstance. Understand? They were just they were all in the past. I don't think they were repeated from October to May, though. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but that was more been, than once. But 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 way it was back when contained. Yeah, mm. at least on Twitter. Like he wasn't saying this shit. Not like contained three enough for people ago. to not know about it right now. Well, there is a there is a growing number of contained people like just like what happened with James Gunn of people going back to old posts to try and find uh, problematic shit. That let's not even say people. Let's be specific about this. Okay, this is a campaign by folks like fucking Mike Cernovich mm-hmm. to go through and dig up shit on folks on the left or progressives at large to basically try to turn our righteous anger against us, so to speak, because they say, oh, well, you get mad about me saying something racist? Yeah, well, this well, person guy, said something racist 20 years ago. Why aren't you mad at them? And yeah, like and that, that. Guy, that guy's targeting specifically Trump, uh, people that, that don't support Trump. Exactly. But I don't know. Is, I don't this, think this, this, this is, is a little very, bit different. I don't think it's him, but it, it's, yeah. it's a similar strategy, it's and these similar, strategies do yeah. tend to manifest themselves in that way as far as, oh, that works? Well, it's somebody let's try that playing too. gotcha. Yeah. Going back and seeing if they can, you know... And it's not, and yeah, when you got to go this far back to find something and or it was someone that young. But on the other hand, I think that for this particular case, putting this much energy on it is kind of silly because this person's not going to be affected by this at all. He's a baseball player. Uh, I'm not going to go into like wacky demographics, but a baseball play. Didn't he get like applause re- at his last yeah, game? Yeah, he or did something? recently. This isn't going to touch him for is shit. Is this a professional yeah. baseball player? Yes. Okay. Now, mind you, the guy who directed Infinity, was it Infinity War? Or, or, no, um, he, Guardians all the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. He suffered consequences and the community's gotten around him and said, hey, rehire this dude and so on mm-hmm. and so on. But the points I would draw from this is number one, the we'll call it the Cernovich strategy is a thing. Number two, Bear in mind the you know age of folks and or brain development when it comes to somebody that fucking young, and number three, you know if you if you are caught up in this, then do something to show that that's not you mm-hmm. more than just a, 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 a vapid apology. I'm not gonna say problem solved, but sure as fuck problem addressed better than just letting it fester there in the background. Well, <laughs> story <laughs> done. <laughs> oh, Tanya, see that one more. Um. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I, I know we're not super short in time, but we're also. I'm waiting for Mel Torme to kick in. Oh, um, I I didn't set Mel Torme up. Oh, he's not going to kick in, but we still, you know. Yeah. Uh, basically, there was um, a an hour. Proud Boys rally thing, and I think uh, it was Portland recently. And um, there were Antifa counter protesters at this thing. And if you want more coverage in this, it was not covered exhaustively in the uh, mass media, but Unicorn Riot and their kind of gonzo journalism has been, or guerrilla journalism has been covering this pretty closely. They're actually a really excellent resource on things like this because there are some folks that just, you know, don't want to cover it because it's not relevant to their agendas. But regardless, the thing that um, I found fascinating was, as, as has been shown in a number of other rallies, is, um, you know, whatever problematic group gets out there, at least a far-right group gets out there. And the Proud Boys are known for basically occupying a space. Who waiting. are the Proud Boys? The Proud Boys are a bunch of dudes that don't masturbate and name breakfast cereals when they're punched in the sh- shoulder to show how badass they are. What? what? Literally, that's, no, seriously, two things you have to do to become a Proud Boy are not masturbate and be able to name breakfast cereals when someone is punching you. 
Uh, what side are they on? <laughs> no, I, I wish I could say I was kidding, but those are two things that are required to become a proud boy. Wait, is this like a conservative group? It is a that... group of surly white dudes that hang out with like tradition, the traditionalist workers party and a lot of other like right adjacent stuff. They themselves say, no, we're not right wing. No, we're not Nazis. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're we not. We just hang out with But them. guess who tends to show up when proud boys show okay. up? Um, I don't remember who founded them. They're just... Proud Boys? It's not a gay group. It is not a gay group. It Gays sounds, are all about the masturbation. I mean, maybe, maybe they like, sound yeah, like a gay group. Let's put it this way. There may be gay men involved in this group. It, do, it does tend to be a very white group. And um, they like to show up in, you know, MAGA hats and polo shirts and bars and hang out and mm. harass and irritate. Oh, it's POC not a gay and, group. No, it's it's not. <laughs> but the point of the matter is they had a rally and they showed up like armed with like, you know, wooden shields and megaphones and got angry and stuff. And a bunch of Antifa showed up to counter protest them. Can I read? Can I read before you go into the story? Sure, go this for it. This is from Wikipedia. Proud Boys is a far right men's organization which with presences in the United States, Canada and the UK. It was founded in 2016 by Vice Media co-founder and former commentator Gavin McGinnis. McGinnis describes the group as a pro-Western fraternal organization for men who, quote, refuse to apologize for creating the modern world. Pro-Western. Proud boys Mm -hmm. have been described as both alt-right and alt-light. McGinnis has denied the group is alt-right. Of course he has. They should should maybe change the name to Proud Broys. (laughs) Proud Bronies? I don't know. Not to disparage Bronies. But pro Western bros, proud bros. Pro Western is so delightfully just vacuous Weird. enough, much bros. like Make America Great Again. The it's group, charming that way. Are we sure they're not gay? The group takes this <laughs> name. <laughs> It no. takes the name from the show tune, Proud of Your Boy, a song <laughs> introduced in the Wait 2011 stage show version of Disney's Aladdin, in which the title, or, title character apologizes to his mother. These, are, these guys are trying to pray the gay away. They're doing what you were I doing in high school. I don't know what the fuck they're about, but I don't like them. They're, they're not fun. Not masturbating? Yep. Makes you... Could you uh, scroll down to the article and read the, the levels? The Proud Boys discourages its members from masturbating and watching pornography so as to not... to so as to motivate them to get off the couch and meet women. <laughs> Could you go through the levels? So and the rape? Levels portion in there. I don't know if they, uh, they have... <laughs> there are levels in there. Captain Crunch. <laughs> they do. It doesn't specify. It doesn't go through the levels. Anyway, yeah, the article's yeah. too long for me to, to pick it but out. Regardless, the point of the matter is, they showed up in Portland. A bunch of Antifa showed up to counter-protest them. And um, interestingly enough, as per it seems to be the case these days, when uh, Portland PD showed up, they were very, very excited about protecting these uh, validly licensed protesters and proceeded to fire tear gas and beat the uh, Antifa folks. Do you yes. want to go back? I found the thing about oh, the, the levels. Degrees. Go the for it. The boys have a four-degree initiation pro- pro- process for new members. In the first degree, a recruit must declare... Quote, I'm a Western chauvinist who refuses to apologize for creating the modern world. The second degree involves five or more Proud Boys punching the recruit until he names five breakfast cereals. To earn the third degree, the recruit must get a Proud Boy tattoo. The Proud Boys website says that the fourth degree is reserved for those who have, quote, endured a major conflict related to the cause. So that's somebody that's uh-huh. probably that's like so you got trying to get something again, in the news. Again, going to the rallies yeah. to get their fucking merit badge. The the S the Southern Pol, uh, Southern Poverty Law Center is that that that's the SPLC right has uh-huh. said has said this requires the recruit to get into a physical fight with an Antifa activists at a public rally. So tell me, and they've and then it goes on to say they've adopted the the uniform of of the uh, 
polos and fucking yeah, khakis the, and shit. The, the quote alt right, which we know is just a modern word for bowler hats, tights, and the tops of tuxedo suits. So like Eliza Minnelli show. Which group do you feel is a is, is more of a threat to the American way of life as we know it? Not to I mean the term Americans loaded in that context. Well, the, uh, MS thirteen uh-huh. or the Proud Boys. Oh, the Proud Boys. <laughs> this is by I point. would think. And tell me, how is it that nobody here at the table readily knew, oh, Proud Boys, but you could not avoid knowing who the fuck MS-13 is? Because Trump loves the Proud Boys. <laughs> so again, I have to refer to a delightful organization that does guerrilla news to tell you anything whatso the fuck ever about this rally that took place, the resulting violence that took place afterwards, and who's involved in it. They will tell you all about how god-awful Antifa is mm-hmm. and how demonic and whatever they are, but as far as I'm concerned... Antifa is kind of like they were they, they were bored and restless after the 1930s and or 20s when you know there were fascists doing their thing visibly in the world in the world stage but they kind of lurked in the background like some kind of whacked out like immunoglobulin autoimmune thing waiting for fascists to show up and mostly like harassed metal bands that occasionally said problematic things and but if Antifa actually shows up and starts doing shit and or protesting and getting noisy and getting in altercations with folks, that should be a huge fucking red flag. Because these people's sole purpose is to say, "Hey, there are fascists here." Yeah, they're the you chat. guys should pay the fuck attention. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way the media is choosing to view them. Whatever. No, the they're, is, they're they're showing them as anarchists. Yeah, yeah, which is entirely inaccurate. But yeah, and sometimes they're even like. Um, conspiracy theories that that they're all in on it together to create social unrest sure but anyway so yeah there was a bunch of clashes the cops were like hey you proud boys are cool it's fine we're gonna shoot tear gas and and canisters and beat down these antifa folk and that was the end of the story we'll link it in our notes breakfast Breakfast. i don't even know if i could do that right now peanut butter crunch because it's my favorite um Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my, my Captain other Crunch. favorite. Captain Crunch. Just Crunches, you're fine. Uh, Super Golden Crisp. Honey Crisp. I used to like Honey Crisp. Yeah. That's three. Isn't it about your favorite? Cheerios. Yeah. And does Honey Nut Cheerios count too? Honey Toasted Oats. That's a different one. You can Special be more K, creative than Honey's that. Honey Total. Golden Grams Cheerios. Remember the team? None of us are being pummeled right now, mind you. Total so. Life. Yeah, that's when the pressure is really to, Yeah, when someone's like, When you know, you're getting punched in the face. But actually, it's, not, not, even, it's not even punched in the face. It's you just like accosted in some fashion. Just memorize. You can prep for that. They should <laughs> circle jerk each other and then it's not masturbation. Hey. What, do the Dutch rudder thing, you know? What's yeah. That? You guys never saw Jay and Silent Bob? No, you just uh, grabbed um, somebody else's Not Jay and Silent Bob. Tra- um, well, I what's know it called? Zach and Mary make a porno. You guys never saw that with the Dutch rudder? Wow, okay. I know what you're talking about, but I didn't see it. Okay, fair enough. What's the uh, song of the week, Megan? And we'll close this bird out. Oh, yeah, killers. there's also... Can I see the other side of that paper for just one second? Okay, so Chris Welch and the Cicada Killers are playing Thursday, August 9th at 8 p.m. at the Rib Crib in Ada, Oklahoma. 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 <laughs> Oklahoma. It's uh, near Arizona. Uh, they're also at the Ada Fest 2008 on the 25th and 26th of this month. Uh, that's also in Ada, Oklahoma, obviously. Um, and the song of the week is Borrowed Repertoire. So Yay. There, there it is. Yay. I expect each of you to have five breakfast cereals. I just listed like 13. 
I listed all a bunch too, but no one was punching any of us, so it doesn't count. Sorry. That's next week. Sorry, you couldn't make Proud Boy ranks, guys. No good. No good at all. That just reminds me of that song by what's that what's that South African rap band with the chick with the crazy hair? Oh shit. And um, they did the Dirty Boy video or something yeah, like that. Uh, and they did Fatty Fatty Boom Boom. What's it called? And they're uh, also in that terrible movie Chappie. Yeah. And we all we all we only watch we watch we listen to them because of her. We don't care about Ninja. <laughs> ninja. What's Die Antword? Yeah, D Antword. D Antword. Oh, we should also say that that ninja story that we did a couple of weeks ago. What ninja story? About the last the shortage week. It was of last ninjas. Two weeks. There's a ninja shortage? Oh my oh, were you here? Oh Tino and Sarah do not listen to the show when they're not on it. I yeah. listen to it sometimes anyway the the just bbc the, last two weeks. the bbc retracted their story the saying the, there are plenty the of ninjas you just can't see them yeah the town was like <laughs> because if you see the ninja on, the ninjas guys. do a very very bad ninja there's no there's no shortage just just please stop sending in applications and, and by, <laughs> wait wait by the way why is england concerned about a lack of ninjas it's the bbc they're concerned with the world it's the world news world service by the way does anybody else ever get nervous when they say bbc world service no just no, why? They're, they're servicing the world. They are. Sarah's with me. She Big black cock. Is that I mean, that's about? not the only kind of service, John. You can have any <laughs> color cock you'd like. That's when people say BBC. That's where my We're mind talking goes. about dicks again. Oh, actually, first. you know what? I'll give you that then. BBC yeah. World Service is indeed. You know, thank you. You, you thank weren't you. going. You weren't I was together? going with service. You were oh, going with BBC, I was and going now BBC we've service. gone full circle of cock, and I appreciate it. Thank you, John. <laughs> dicks. Yes, we got dick joking. More dicks. This is a very dick-free episode till the end. I'm glad we got that in there. Yeah. We made it, finally. Just for you, Megan. Just for you. Thanks. Deb. All right, so we're good? Uh, yeah. We're good? Yes. Okay. Does anyone need to contact us? Oh. Oh, oh right, right, right. <clears throat> so if you'd like to reach uh, us, we can be added on the Twitters at Secretly Timid. Uh, we can also be reached at, at Secretly Timid on Gmail. If you have anything to say to us of otherwise bizarre nature, we can be reached at uh, letters at Secretly Timid. I personally can be reached at O underscore T underscore N underscore O on the Twitters. John can be reached at John Lee Hart. That's J-O-N-L-E-E Hart, H-A-R-T on the Twitters. Meg at Meg the Merciless. Sarah's too cool for any of that stuff. Don't contact me. Yeah, seriously. And um, I think we're actually for real now. Bye.